Andrew Durandi joins the program now, skipper of the Phoenix. Of course, uh, this weekend uh, they're playing away from home. Uh, they are over on the Gold Coast taking on the Brisbane War. That kicks off uh, 7.35 on a Saturday night. And uh, you landed, you're safe and sound over in Australia, Jura. Yeah, we're here, safe and sound. Uh, we've got 10 days away now. So, um, yeah, looking forward to, to the uh, two games and, and the time away. Right, let's cut to the chase. One from eight. It's not been great. What the hell's going on out there, mate? What's happening with the club? Uh, is this real cause for concern this time around or why? Oh, it's definitely frustrating and everyone's got every right to, to be um, you know critical at the moment because, you know, uh, result-wise, it's not happening. I think maybe three of those uh, eight games have, have probably been poor. The rest of them have actually been really strong performances and um, commentators and, and media people have, have kind of uh, alluded to the fact of how well we are actually playing. Um, but at the end of the day, no one cares how well you're playing. You've got to be getting points, and, and that's what we need to start doing. I suppose when you get to the start of the season, and like you've been, what, this is your 10th now with the club, and you've been through a number of coaches, all the noise coming out of the club surrounding uh, the two new coaches and what they provided uh, was loud and it was positive. Talking about structure, talking about professionalism and so on and so forth, yet that has borne no fruit. Were you guys right to be so positive about these guys at the start? Yeah, the players, you know, fully support the the staff. What they've what they've tried to do, um, you know, they've brought in uh, their own staff. Pretty much, um, it's become honestly, it's become a lot more professional. Um, you know, the, the coaches, in my eyes, are, are very good. Um, but yeah, it's it's not happening at the moment, and that's that's like I said, the most frustrating part. But when I look around at the players that we have um, and the information that we've been given, there's no way that we should be at the bottom of the table because we're, we're way too good to be at the foot of it. I suppose, do you spend any time pointing the finger at yourself and your fellow men out the back because you guys are scoring goals okay, but you're leaking like a sieve. What is it, 20 now in eight games? You've got to take some of that on board, don't you, Jura? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think uh, the back four and you know, I think defensively as a unit, um, you know, we're not where we need to be, clearly. Um, you know, scoring plenty of goals but conceding way too many and uh, look we're reviewing it we're looking at it at, at why um, and it's just it's silly little errors um, it's people stepping out when they shouldn't step out it's um, not being tight enough in certain areas so we need to address it no doubt about it if we want to start climbing the ladder that's the first thing that needs to be addressed is our defensive performances So is this put down to what you've been told by the coaches or the mere execution from the players it sounds to me like it's an execution issue yeah, look, uh, yeah, I guess it's an execution. Um, we do work really hard at training on, on particular things and then come match day and it becomes a bit looser than uh, what we practice. So it's something that's definitely been pointed out. Um, but it, it's definitely not a lack of trying. It's just maybe concentration uh, for the full 90 minutes and, and understanding your role a bit clearer. Talk to your uh, former teammate a couple of days back in the form of uh, Ben Sigmund, and he, one of his suggestions was he maybe feels that you guys are trying to play out from the back too much as opposed to possibly just welling forward and hoping for the best, maybe coming, becoming a little predictable there with the way you're dealing with it in your defensive quarter. Is there any truth or relevance to that, do you think, Jura? Uh, look, obviously when the ball's further away from your goal, then it's more chance that they're not going to score, but... Uh, the style of football that the coach uh, wants to play is is playing out from the back. Uh, I think we're recognising now when to play and when not to play uh, a little bit better. There was a game, I think, Newcastle, where we just played consistently trying to play out and we just got overhauled every time. So 
Um, you know, there is that element where we can go long when we need to, but predominantly we need to be trying to play out. So you're all in on board with this. This is something, a philosophy that you're all you're all buying into. Yeah, well, as, as players, that's what you do. You, you get a coach and he has a style and a philosophy and, and you buy into it. And if you don't buy into it, then you won't play. And, and that's just football. That's football worldwide. Um, yeah, probably any coach as well, I'd say, is the same thing, that you follow the coach's instructions. Um, and if you do that, then you'll play, and if you don't follow the coach's instructions, then you won't play. So uh, that's just how it works. Is there is there any discussion? Is there robust robust conversation about this, or is it very much well? Dictatorial is a bit of a harsh word, isn't it? But is it is it my way or the highway? I'm just wondering about the communication between the senior players and the and the management, the coaching staff. How does that work? Um, yeah, not not so much with the players. We uh, understand the way he wants to play, and and like I said, we're on board with it. Um, we don't really have a say in, in the fact to say, oh, no, we don't want to do this. We do what we're told, and, um, and that's how he wants to play. Um, and that's it. There's not really a, a discussion, a debate about it. Uh, he feels he can make us play a particular way. Um, I believe we can play better um, than what we have been, uh, and we can stick to the way he wants to play a lot better. Um, so, look, I think you've, you've seen in you know patches and Quite uh, quite a few games that we actually play some really good football, but like I said earlier on, it, it needs to be it needs to be points. Um, no one's going to think, oh, they played some pretty good football in patches, but they lost every game. So it needs to be a, a fine balance of that. Phoenix skipper Andrew Durante uh, joining us from Australia ahead of their game coming up this weekend on Saturday night against the, the Brisbane Raw. Is there any sense of of panic? I suppose, for want of a better word. Uh, with you guys when you get out to a lead, knowing that you've actually blown a couple of big leads recently? Does that start getting into the back of your minds in any way, shape or form? Oh, if we make it a habit, it will be, definitely. Uh, I've never experienced something like this. Um, you know, we've, we've lost games. We've lost games 4-0. We've lost games 5-0. Um, but very rarely uh, that I can remember where we'd go in the lead, two goals, but three goals, and throw them away. So that's something that's just started to creep in Um you know, this season I might stand corrected, but I can't really remember it happening before. So, um, you know, all right, it's happened now two games, but we, we can't dwell on it. We've got to make sure that now when we do go up one or two, that we're, that we're really focused on what has happened before and we don't let it happen again. Jared, it's interesting, uh, the team, you've got no Krishna and no McGlinchey uh, travelling with you. Are they going to be in any shape to, to play against Perth as the distance derby looms? Is that a possibility or not? Yeah, it is a possibility. Uh, hopefully, um, they're staying to get some more treatment. Uh, but yeah, Roy maybe more so than um, Mikey. I'm not too sure, but um, yeah, they're both hopeful that they can uh, be a part of the first game. What about the vexed question of the uh, deserting Gee Finkler? Where do we stand with that? Because he hasn't been seen since he packed the sad and walked out of the sheds. What's the guts there? Do you know? What can you tell us? Uh, yeah, look, you'll have to speak to the coach about that one. Um, you know, he he hasn't travelled. Um, I don't know where he stands. That's probably a better question for, for the coach. But, um, yeah, I'm not sure. So you guys haven't had any discussions with him? You haven't seen hide or hear of him? No. Well, he's been at training. He trains. Okay. Um, he hasn't been selected for this trip. So that's all I know at the moment. Okay. Uh, you, I look back to some of the um, the coaches you played under. you played under a heap of them now, with a decade with the team. How different is this setup to the, the other guys you've worked with? I mean, you had the double act. Uh, last year, of course, you've done time under uh, Ricky Herbert and uh, Ernie Merrick as well. well. What's the major difference, do you think? Um, yeah, all coaches uh, have their own philosophy and style. This is this is very much a, a build-up, position-based um, type of coach. 
Uh, he has different methods in training methods, which are which are enjoyable. Um, the the training sessions are always challenging and always um, situations where you have to kind of think and get your way out of situations. So it's it's very detailed. Um, we've got a full time video analysis guy as well that um, you know we watch a lot of videos. So. Like I said, it's, it's actually very professional at the moment, probably the most professional um, that the club's ever been, but it's, it's not turning into results. But, you know, I believe it can. I, I really do believe it can. Um, like I said, we've got quality players. Um, the players do believe in, in what we're doing. We just need to get better at it um, and tidy up that defence and, you know, keep feeding that ball to um, Andrea at the top and <laughs> he'll keep headering those balls in. Yeah, well, you're scoring goals. There's no problem there. As David Dome pointed out, you've got one half of the game perfect. You're scoring a pile <laughs> of goals. Just the leakage at the other end that you've got to be concerned about. Hey, look, well, we're third of the way through the season. Uh, people are starting to panic, understandably, the fan base. But from you, from the captain to the skipper, you're satisfied that you've got this and things will turn around. Yeah, I think the panic would be when we've got it wrong at both ends. Um, you know, we've got it right at one end, we fix up the, the other end. Um, and, you look, the players are still really positive. There's still a good mood inside the camp. It's, there's a lot of points to play for. Um, you know, we've, we've done the first third of the season now. Um, we've got two more thirds to go. And, uh, look, it's, there's plenty of points. We get to play everyone again twice. So, it's um, yeah, we, we have, definitely haven't thrown a towel in. I feel for the fans. I really do. Um, especially the home uh, fans when they when they come out and we're in the lead and we throw the lead away, you know, players are frustrated. And I can imagine how frustrated um, they are. So stick with us. Um, it's a tough time for the club, the players, but um, stick with us. And, and I have no doubt we can turn this around. Andrew Durandy, always a pleasure, mate. Thanks for your time. Go well. Let's pick up some points, say, in the next couple of weeks. Thanks, buddy. Yes, thanks, Dust.